as he comes. And also, um, John and Trudy did have some great videos to show us, but obviously they couldn't. So maybe in future we'll be able to look at those, or they might be able to point you in the right direction to find them online even. So um, that was so good, wasn't it? But over to Josh now. Cool. Thanks, sir. Morning. How are we all? We're all good? Cool. Um, thanks again, John and Trudy. That was amazing. I did some quick um, sums in my head with that whole uh, one in five kids who get a shoebox receive Jesus and generally about six family members, friends come to God. Out of 11 million boxes going out, that's 13.2 million people coming to Christ. So like, and, and you said there's obviously there's more figures within all that as well. So how um, amazing, encouraging um, is that and the fact that we can play a small part in that is just... Um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's mind blowing, and don't think of it too hard. Just do it, I guess, because if you, cool. All right. Um, so our church, um, our movement, Acts Global Church in Australia, in the moment at the moment is in um, a time of prayer and fasting. Twenty one days of prayer and fasting. So, whoever's doing that, how are we all going with that? Good. Um, yeah, it's it's really fun. Um, and all that. So for those who don't know what, what fasting is, I could, you could talk on it for ages, but I'll just briefly explain, explain it. Sometimes when we, when we pray and when we fast, it's, a, it's showing a sacrifice. Basically, it's showing a sacrifice to God that we want to see change within our lives, our community's life, whatever it may be you're fasting for. It's, it's showing God that you're serious um, about, about change. There's a lot more to it. Um, there's heaps of Bible verses if you want to look it up and, and study it yourself and, or ask more questions. But, but that's... Basically, while we're fasting, we want to see change within our in our country. We want to partner with Fax Global Churches and see see change and see God move in a greater way. And I, I was thinking about fasting. And years ago, when I was an apprentice, I worked with this roofer um, who had actually um, walked away from from God. But he, he I don't know his whole story. But he told me this story about his wife was on a horse, fell off the horse, broken neck. Um, went into a coma, this, this tragedy, and he was on his way to the hospital and he felt God tell him, no, go, go and pray, go and... So he went up onto this mountain and he prayed and fasted and didn't leave that place until he got news that his, his wife was better. And amazingly, through that time, um, she came out okay, she came out of the coma, her neck, there was no issues with her whatsoever, she was normal. I think she was either, they just had a newborn or was pregnant at the time. So it was a lot of scary things and complications and he, he went up and prayed and fasted and, and, and was just showing God, I'm going to stay here until I see change. I'm serious about my, my wife's healing and, and all of that sort of stuff. And, and, and a miracle occurred and she was fine and there was no complications whatsoever. So I just think that's the power, power of prayer and fasting, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. So today I want to talk about now another powerful thing, and that's the power of praise. You know, like prayer, like fasting, it's a, an arrow in our quiver that we can do to help see change in our lives and in, in the lives of people around us. Um, and, and what praise actually does, it takes our eyes off ourselves and puts them on God. Um, you know, and the Bible says, where we praise, He will be. So if we praise God in the car, God's going to be in the car. If we praise God in the shower, God will be in the shower. If we praise God in our workplace, God's going to be in our workplace. You know, we praise God within our church, God's going to show up and be here. In Psalm 20, 22 verse 3, it said, God inhabits the praises of his people. And um, so where we praise, God will be. And that, that's, that's a huge um, yeah, thing. Like having God with us is massive, isn't it? Like, and, yeah. 
Um, so the power of praise is huge. Um, praise changes our mindsets and can change the atmosphere in, which, in, in whatever we create. Um, so the other, oh, just recently I came out of something just feeling, you know those times when you have a meeting or you've talked to someone or, or something's happened in your world and you just come out feeling discouraged and flat and heavy and kind of like a bit, yeah, discouraged, even like a little bit depressed or I don't know what the exact words are, but I came out of this thing just feeling like so heavy and just like, and I was, I was on my way to work after and um, I knew at work I had to, it's at the end of a job I'm doing and I had 10 people there working for us who I knew would have a million questions plus I had to finish off this this one thing so that all the other trades was, was relying on it. And I knew I had to get myself into the right frame of mind and that, and I was just feeling, I was feeling rubbish to be honest and, and I was kind of felt like I could have just stewed on that and just went with it and that, but saying to me, said, no, like snap out of it, just praise God. I remember in my car just, just going for it, praising God and just thanking God for who he is and for, for what he had, done and I had, it was about a 30 or 40 minute car drive I had to do, take but it took within 5 or 10 minutes of that time that my whole mindset had changed, that I was positive, that I, I could see things from, from um, his perspective, not my perspective and just the whole outcome changed and when I got to work everything just flowed smoothly and it was um, awesome but that's the power of praise, it can actually shift our mindset from, from the negative to the positive, it actually can start to see things from God's perspective. Um, so, so yeah, that, that's the power of praise. Um, today, I want to talk about is is the power of praise, praising for our problems. You know, often we have a problem. And you know, when you have a problem, like whether it's health or financial problem, other problems tend to just jump on board with them as well. Like you kind of like you got this health problem, and then you're like, oh, well, we might as well have a financial problem as well, and we might as well have this problem as well. And they kind of just like let's just all team up and go together, you know, there's that, yeah, yeah, that rain, it rains, it pours, anyone else experience that or it's just me, yeah, um, and that, so we, we tend to have problems and then even in that, um, oh, what was I going to say, yeah, tend to jump on board, cool, so I'm going to, I'm going to read about how, how praising through our problems can change the whole circumstance and I'm, I'm going to read from 2 Chronicles 20, verse 13 to 26, so who's excited to hear from 2 Chronicles? Yep, um, and that is a heap of words that I cannot pronounce, so we'll do our best, but they are pronounced correct because you don't have the screen up there, so you don't know what you're reading, but, um, but if you want to join me, if you've got your Bibles, you can do that, and if you haven't read your Bible, I'm going to give you a, a heap of scripture to help you get your daily dose, so you've done your daily devotion, all right, and this is um, I'm going to start from verse 13, but the, a little bit of the backstory is um, Jehoshaphat, um, P-H-A-T, not F-A-T, um, is, um, so he's cool, um, is the king of the time of Israel and um, the Moabites, the Ammonites and the Menunites, Menunites, yeah, yeah, they're, um, hey, and the Parasites, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, are coming after um, Jehoshaphat and um, Judah and all that and um, they're wanting to attack and and there's this vast army coming towards them. So I'm going to pick up from verse 13 13, but I encourage you to read this whole chapter. It's an amazing chapter and um, it will encourage you. 2 Chronicles, 
20, 13. Are you there? Cool. Have you got it? Just, just wait for mum to find it. <laughs> Found it? Cool. All right. So all, all the men of Judah with their wives and children and little ones stood there before the Lord. Then the Spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, the son of Benai, the son of Jehiel, the son of another bloke, a Levite and a descendant of Asphalt, as he stood in the assembly. He said, Listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jeru. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down in worship before the Lord. Then some Levites from the, oh geez, from the Kohites and the Korites, the same people, stood up and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with, very, with a very loud voice. Early in the morning they left for the desert of Tekoa. As they sat out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets and you will be successful. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness. As they went out and out at the head of the army saying, Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. As they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. The Ammonites and the Moabs rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. <laughs> when the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked toward the vast army. They saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one had escaped. So Jehoshaphat and his men went to carry off their plunder and they found among them a great amount of equipment and clothing and also articles of value, more than they could take away. There was so much plunder that it took three days to collect it. On the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of Baraka, where they praised the Lord. This is why... It is called the Valley of Baraka to this day. <coughs> How good is that passage of scripture? And that there's, there's, there's so much in it and you could probably pick so much in it and just concentrate on one verse. But I just wanted to, to pick a, um, a few things that I think will encourage you um, to help you praise through your problems. So the first thing is when we seek God, the battles is not ours, it is God's. We take up our position, we stand firm, and he will fight for us. And um, that's in verse 15 and 17. It says, verse 15 said, He said, Listen, King Jehoshaphat, and all who live in Judah. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid, discouraged of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God. And then in verse 7, You will not have to fight the battle. Take up your position, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. 
Judah. So when, when we have problems, when we have obstacles, when we have things in our way, there's something that God requires of us. It's to step out, to stand firm on what he said, and then we get to watch and take place into the miracle that God has. So we have, a, we have a slight role in it. We have to stand firm in what he said. We have to step out and believe with our faith of, of what God said. And then we watch. The battle becomes, as we do that, the battle comes off us and onto him. And God just does what God does. He will fight for us. The second thing I want to pick out of this is um, from verse 18 to 21. Um, Place the right people around you to praise you with you, the ones who, who will add faith with you and who will stand firm with you. Um, Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the ground and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down in worship before the Lord. Then some Levites from those tribes stood up and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. Early in the morning they left for the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God and you'll be upheld. Have faith in his prophets and you'll be successful. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness. And I just love this image of, of you going through a problem. Jehoshaphat had this problem as a king that these armies, and he placed people around him who were going to praise with him, who were going to... Um, stand firm with him who are going to fight the fight with him you know we're, we're in this together we're believing for the same breakthrough and together we're going to sing praises and we're going to honor god for who he is as he does his thing and i just love at the end of verse 21 um give thanks to the lord for his love endures forever i just i just love that that picture as we as we we can continually thank God and praise God for who he is because his love endures forever. He's unchanging, he's un- unwavering, he's consistent, he's always there for us. And no matter what we're going through, we, we still get the praise of this God who doesn't change, who loves us no matter what, that loves us no matter how much we've stuffed up, no, no matter how long it's taken us to come around that we actually need his help, he still loves us and it doesn't change. So I just, I just love that... Um, that image of God, that his, his love endures forever, that he's always there for us. Uh, fourth thing is when we praise, despite of our problems, we actually give our problems a problem and that problem's God. When we start the praise, you know, these, um, whatever they're called, the Moites, Ammonites and Menites, these problems within our lives, as we start the praise God, as we start to take our focus off God and begin to praise him, um, you know, God, God steps in and now these problems have a bigger problem. They have God. They have to face God. And I love that verse, start of that verse at verse um, 20, is it 20? No, it's 22. As they, begin to, as they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men. You know, as we begin to praise, as we begin, God then goes, right, now it's my time to start to step in. As we get, begin to give him thanks for, for who he is, for what he's done, for what he's going to do, you know, the ambushes, as soon as they started the praise, um, God moved in. And I just love that. Um, when we praise God, it helps take our eyes off our circumstances and problems, but helps us remember to see the blessing that God has given us. Um, and, and we can start to realise that, you know, we might have these two, three, four, five problems, whatever, these handful of problems but when we praise God, it takes our eyes off those problems, 
onto him and we start to realise actually how blessed we are, how, how much God has done for us. And, and we can start to see that the blessings of God out, far outweigh the, the problems, the dramas we're, we're going through. We start to realise that and when we lose count, you know, verse 25 talks about there was so much plunder that it took them three days to, to take all the plunder back. We start to realise there's so much blessing in our life. You know, we've got a, head, a roof over our head, a place to rest our head. We've got clothes on our back. And we can start to, to list the blessings of God rather than focusing on the problems. You know, when we focus on our problems, you, you, you tend to find that we can kind of... Um, magnify but um, gravitate to other people with problems as well you know I'm going through this and then so we find other people with the problems so we can kind of mope in our problems and that so but what I encourage you to do is when you've got problems start to try to, to get around people who, who are worshippers who knows what it is to praise and knows what it is to look for the positive and know what it is to to know the blessing of God on their life um, yeah, and, and, and start to list those blessings. Start to focus on positive. God, I praise you that you've given me health. God, I praise you that you've, you've given me the ability to create income. God, I praise you that you've given me a roof over my head, uh, clothes on my back, food to eat, water to drink, all these things. The list goes on and on. If you start going on it, you can start to really see the blessings of God upon your life. Um, and the sixth one, sometimes is the sixth thing I want to start get out of this is always remember what he has done you know often often we go through circumstances and we can praise God and thank God and pray to God and fast or or whatever it may be and then when the breakthrough comes like sweet I've got my breakthrough and then let's get on on with life and and kind of can forget about what he's done for us but I love in in verse 26 it, um, it says on the fourth day they assembled in the valley of Barak where they praised the Lord you know, they praised God for what he was going to do. But again, they, the breakthrough happened and they, they praised God and they, they named that place Baraka or something like that. And, and they, they continued to remember what he'd done. They continued to praise God and that. And, oh, excuse me. So I just think that's really important to, to just always remember also what he's done for us. Never... Never take our eye off, off that, to thank God for what he's done, but also be praising God for the future. Um, so today, it's just a brief message, and I wanted to share with you the power of praise, that no matter what you've gone through, no matter what you're going through, that God is so worthy of our praise, that he wants to fight for us. You know, he is the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. He doesn't waver or change. So, so no matter what you're going through, put on your praise and start praising God. You know, and I also wanted to, to say, like, if you're going through stuff, where does the church want to stand with you in that? Where does the church want to praise with you and believe that God is going to see change within your life? Um, so I'm just going to read, finish off. This is my favourite psalm. Um, so it's just Psalm 119, so I'm just going to quickly read that. No, I'm joking, it's not. All that. Psalm 150. And I just love... Love this psalm, if I can find it. Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for surpassing greatness. Praise him with the sounding of the trumpet. 
Praise him with the harp and the lit lyre. Praise him with the t- timbrel and dancing. Praise him with the strings and pipe. Praise him with the clash of cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I love that sound. With everything that we have, no matter what everything we can have in our hands, let's praise God. Let's give it all to him. With everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Um, so we're going to stand, we're going to praise, and I encourage you, if you've got stuff going on in your world, to praise your way through it, to give it to God, focus on Him, and take your eyes off the situation. <laughs>